Hey, what's going on? This is episode number five of the podcast. In the previous episode, we ended where Hannibal had just finished crossing the Alps and is now among the plains of northern Italy. Hannibal's army is fatigued, however, and cold. And they have lost about 30,000 soldiers over the course of them crossing the Alps. Whether it's from the cold, fatigue, um, maybe even slipping and falling, hunger, and they also remember they also fought battles with the mountaineers, so they probably maybe lost some men from that contest. So, you know, they're pretty depleted. They're tired. They'd probably rather go home than fight a war. But Nonetheless, the war has to continue. They have to continue what they set out to do. Now, Scipio and his army is now also in Italy, and they're moving north. And they're also making arrangements to uh, attack Hannibal's army. And Scipio is kind of rallying his troops. He's saying, look, they're depleted. You know, we defeated them in the first war. We can defeat them again. They've crossed the Alps. Like, how weak can Hannibal's army be? You know, they've crossed the Alps. And basically, you know, they're depleted. They're weak. You know, let's let's finish the job. This is um CPO Star Passes and Hannibal having, you know, kind of re um rejuvenated his troops. You know, his troops are rest have rested up, you know, they're getting ready to they're ready to continue moving. So they attack neighboring tribes, they make deals with some, they attack others, basically just trying to um, move south, preparing to move south, probably taking some of the resources from the neighboring tribes, whether it is to support their army through food, maybe even horses, different, different things needed in war. Some of the tribes opposed them. Some of the tribes, you know, just were like, you know, here. So if they lost 30,000 and they were about 100,000, 90,000, they probably are down to about 60, 70,000, maybe even 50,000 at this point. But, you know, quite, still quite a large army. And, People aren't really trying to deal with 50,000 people trying to attack them. However, there were some tribes that were like, you know what, I don't care. You're not going to be, you know, just entering my my territory. But Hannibal was able to conquer those rebellious tribes easily. And now... Uh, and now Rome and... Rome and Carthage are set for a collision course.
Scipio is coming from the south, Hannibal is coming from the north, and Scipio gets to the river Po first. So his army cuts down some trees, and they are able to cross the river. So now Hannibal gets word of this and begins to prepare for the war. You know, they both know that the war is at hand. Hannibal rallies his troops to them, look, you know, we've crossed the Alps. You know, you've came all the way from Spain, so, you know, let's finish the job. Let's keep going. CPO's probably also, also, you know, rallying his troops. There's, you know, something else interesting that happened. So, in the camp, in the Roman camp, I guess they were attacked by some wolves and a swarm of bees or something. You know, and they seen this as kind of a bad omen, like, oh, something bad's going to happen to them. It was kind of, it's kind of, uh, explains the kind of superstition or the, their really belief in good omens and bad open bad omens <clears throat> so the Romans were attacked by some wolves by or by a wolf and attacked by a swarm of bees and they seen this as a bad sign so they weren't necessarily looking forward to the war they were like you know this is a bad sign we're probably going to get this is basically a bad sign that something bad's going to happen to us. Hannibal's army, on the other hand, is like, you know, let's go. You know, they're feeling powerful. They're feeling strong. They're getting closer and closer to Rome, their ultimate goal. And so, these two armies meet. These two powerful forces meet. And as... And as they attack each other, Hannibal's army from the start is, Hannibal's army from the start clearly has the momentum. Scipio is injured. And remember, Scipio is a consul, and a consul is kind of like a semi-king. So they have, so Rome has two consuls, or consuls, and they're kind of like, co-kings or semi-kings and so he's injured this obviously destroys the moral of the Roman army <clears throat> CPO is hurt you know, in the battle and so the battle was in favor of Hannibal's army and CPO CPO had a son also by the name of CPO who Picked up his father and kind of just tried to get him out of harm's way. The Romans retreated to their camp. And at this time, it's like, it's getting dark. It's getting, it's close to nighttime. And Hannibal thought it not. He thought that, you know, look, they're returning to their camp. Let's, uh, let's, let's wait for a second. Let's see what they're going to do. And then... Let's finish off the job another day. You know, it's getting dark. And you know, it's time for us to rest a little bit too. 
So, the Romans, though, at night time, they retreated even further. They they recrossed the bridge. And then, remember, they're on the north side of the river, but they built a bridge to get from the south to the north. So, uh, the Romans recrossed the bridge, went on the south side of the river, cut the bridge, cut, like, the uh, ropes to the bridge so that um, Hannibal's army couldn't follow and now they were safe back on the other side of the river. Hannibal, the next morning, learning that they had retreated, he pressed on like he didn't expect them to retreat over the bridge. So he pressed on, but it was too late. The Romans had already crossed. There was a small group of about a few hundred men still left on the Romans, on the north side of the river. So Hannibal took them prisoner. Hannibal, so the Romans lost a lot in this war, not just like, I mean, in the battle, not just uh, the, not just the actual clashing of armies, but Hannibal basically now occupied northern Italy. Like, all that used to be the Roman Empire, or a subject of the Romans, were now, were now part of Hannibal's group. They were all, you know, trying to appease Hannibal, and fighting probably for Hannibal, giving Hannibal resources. So all that northern Italy, like north of the river Po, all that territory kind of is now under Hannibal's rule. You know, Hannibal basically can do whatever he wants. Everyone's just coming and saying, oh, you know, let's make an alliance. But Hannibal's smart, though. He knows not to. Um, he knows that people who used to be fighting with the Romans, but now that he's winning now switch to his side, he knows the dangerous of these people, he knows the treacherousness of these people, so he doesn't necessarily admit them into his army, you know, he just kind of gives them gifts, you know, just so that they can leave, he doesn't necessarily want, and I think this shows, again, most people, they might be like, oh, you know, we have more soldiers, let's continue fighting, you know, let's, let's amass an even bigger army, but Hannibal was like, look, these are treacherous people. Obviously, they betrayed the Romans, so they'll betray me too if we lose. So, basically, he was very careful about who he had in his army. And I think that's the, one of the reasons why he was successful. Because he was very smart. He was very particular, even from the start of the journey, who he admitted into his army. So, in summary, Hannibal now occupies northern Italy, and the Romans have retreated back south of the river of Po. I hope you enjoyed, and until next time, see you later.